Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm WUWM's Lena Tran. It seems like every time you look at Lake Michigan, it's a different color. Pearly white, steel gray, tropical postcard blue, and sometimes it's several colors at once. That led one listener to ask, How does Lake Michigan often have several shades of blue, lighter near shore, almost violet farther out, and deep blue at the horizon? To find out, I climb aboard the Niske, UWM's research ship. We start out in the harbor and head up the river towards town. Scientists, like the ones on this boat, are also interested in the color of Lake Michigan. They've been collecting data along the rivers and in the lake for more than two decades. This huge data set helps them track changes over time, especially as climate change mixes things up. On station! At each stop, we hear this command. Students scatter to their stations. It's science chaos. Yeah, he's kind of like, ah! That's freshwater scientist Carmen Aguilar-Diaz. She says students are getting data from the surface of the water to the sandy bottom. That rounds up a lot of the vignette from the one day of the different rivers and the harbor and the lake. You get like a, like a little bit of an idea of what's going on. It's a bright June day. Sunlight leaps into the water. It's this interaction between light and water that makes water blue. Pure water absorbs light. That's marine biologist Russell Cool. Sunlight is made up of all the colors, he explains. Colors with longer wavelengths, like green and red, are absorbed first. Blue light is shorter. In the open water, the blue light is the least absorbed. So that means that it goes the deepest. And as you dive down into it, you see the light changing from nearly white, which is the sum of all colors, to mostly blue, because that's the only color that gets down there. That's partly why the lake sports different colors. Where the lake is shallow, it's light blue. As it gets deeper, so does the shade of blue. Color is complicated. Sediment, dissolved plant bits, tiny photosynthesizing plankton, they all influence the dance between light and water. Then there's the angle of sunlight, clouds overhead, or little hills on the lake floor. There are what we call mini drumlins, which are 10-foot-high ridges that are like the Kettle Moraine except tiny, and they are left over from the glacial retreat when the glaciers melted away. That's high enough to change the color, Cool says. There's also the matter of how clear the water is. In a 2017 study, scientists used satellite data from more than a decade to track how clarity in the Great Lakes changed. What they found surprised them. Mike Sayers is a scientist at Michigan Tech Research Institute and worked on the project. Lake Superior was no longer the clearest Great Lake. That was always the prevailing narrative that, you know, Lake Superior is the most pristine clear waters in all of the Great Lakes. Lake Michigan and Huron had become much clearer. The trend coincides with the invasion of filter-feeding mussels. Around three decades ago, zebra and quagga mussels stowed away in ballast water along the shipping channel that connects the Atlantic Ocean to the Great Lakes. They've since colonized the lakes, eating up the phytoplankton that formed the base of the food web. And some people might say, well, clear water is great, right? Yeah, this is great for boating, great for swimming, etc. Until we just talk about the food web, because that's where the biggest implications for the clearing water really play. Murky water is a sign of life. Clear water is more like an ecological desert. 
With all these things influencing Lake Michigan, it's no surprise that its color has changed with time. Decades ago, it would have been less blue and more green thanks to the phytoplankton. So what might Lake Michigan look like in the future? Ashley Elgin is an ecologist with NOAA's Great Lakes Environmental Research Laboratory. She says there are a few possibilities depending on climate change. Changing water temperatures could hit the mussels hard. If things change in a way that are not favorable for the mussels, we could see more phytoplankton in the water and and productivity go up. And that could change the appearance. Maybe we won't have that deep blue. You see a little more green in the water. Or as climate change drives more extreme storms. You have increased weather events and you have more runoff then bringing sediments into the water. If you have more storm events that are mixing up and resuspending sediments from the bottom, all of of that could come into play and could make the water look more murky, more brown. Nutrients in the runoff could also boost algae, giving the water a tinge of green. Lake Michigan is, and always will be, a mosaic of colors. Colors that reflect light, water, plankton, mussels, and, it turns out, us. Lena Tran, 89.7, WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for this season of Bubbler Talk comes from UW Credit Union. What do you want to know about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at wuwm.com slash bubblertalk.